0: Welcome to the podcast on everything. We have a NFL playoff preview and prediction episode today. You might remember this guy, one of my favorite people on the podcast, Ryan Lowe.
1: What's up, everybody? Always good Mm -hmm. to be here. Always happy to be back.
0: You might remember him from a lot of Grinds or Gears episodes and... I don't know what other ones you've done. I, NF, uh, um, a year in review.
1: We did the uh, we we did the the tiger and the gorilla, which was a dud, in my well, opinion, because Drew didn't bring any of his information <laughs> with him. He just thought he could outsmart me off the rip, and that just did not happen.
0: No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. We haven't actually released that episode because we're still waiting on to go out and get results. And I think he's just embarrassed.
1: He's in San the Diego right outcome now. Will be. Yeah. I think. I think he's still there. <laughs> so he yeah. cut out and ran after that episode. He didn't want any of it after I presented statistical arguments for a <laughs> stupid argument he had.
0: Should we just release it and call his a forfeit?
1: Probably. I think we ought to just call it a day. I'll, I'll take the win. I mean, I don't take any pleasure in it, but I'll gladly accept it.
0: Well, we'll just say the voting was one nothing in favor of you, yeah, and then put next to his zero.
1: Perfect. Yeah, as, long, as long as I win in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. It's a good idea. This animal battle debate. It's just <laughs> there's a lot of interesting ones. I think like we we messed up in my opinion because like the silverback versus the tiger is like the pinnacle. That would be the main event. But there's a whole bunch of good undercard ones. But once you've talked about and really dove in to the main event, you don't want to work your way back to like a kangaroo and I don't know some other stupid animal. But I feel like a kangaroo <laughs> would match up well with something. <laughs>
0: well, well, there are some good ones. Like, um, you ever seen
1: videos of alligators or crocodiles and jaguars? No, I haven't. I've seen like I've seen alligators doing wild shit. But I haven't yeah. seen them messing with jaguars.
0: Well, the thing is, that would be a good one because jaguars even take them down. Sometimes they'll jump in the water yeah. and really jack up a, uh, a crocodile. Really? Yeah. Why? Like, Why would you do that? They just get hungry, and they're just like, I got nothing else around. Like, I'm just going to.
1: They don't look delicious? Have <laughs> you ever seen a crocodile?
0: <laughs> but they are delicious, though. Have you ever ate a crocodile?
1: I have. It's actually very good,
0: <laughs> and it's so much protein. Yeah. But I don't know how much you know. The jaguar knows about protein. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: not sure how concerned he is about that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, he's just like this is something I could potentially eat and survive four more days.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we could also do like a bass and like a snakehead
1: or something. Well, that's just cut and dry. <laughs> 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 we're we're watching that news. unfold in front of us, Dan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I know who wins in a bass and a yellow perch Because that happened in one of my tanks Did it? Yeah, and the perch was The yellow perch was like 80% the size of the bass I'm assuming, you know Yeah, bass. I'm
1: assuming the bass won, yeah
0: Yeah, someone comes up to me He's like, oh, your, your largemouth bass Has like a fish in its mouth and I'll send you the photo. Uh, can you see my camera right now. Yeah. Let's see if I can pull it up here. And this is very important to the um, NFL season, by the way. This, <laughs> what you're listening to.
1: It's all right. We'll get there. Just enjoy. All right. the yeah. <laughs> no way. That's fine. yeah.
0: So basically, the whole fin is. St- obviously, you can't see it because
1: yeah.
0: you're listening. The whole fin is sticking out of the large bass. The whole. Door, uh, caudal fin, and it was. It took him days to finish it, and like his body was all, you know, sticking out. So that would not be a good animal battle debate. <laughs> a lot of times
1: they die when they do stuff like that. Like they'll just cool. choke, and that'll be that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is a monster, so I've moved him to his own tank because. <laughs> have you? Have, has he gotten bigger? Yeah, he's. I mean, I've been like be six truly. Almost... Yeah, he may be almost nine inches, maybe a little bit bigger. Really? Yeah. I that's mean, when you ridiculous. eat something that's, you know, seven inches, you're probably going to gain some weight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you eat something that's 80% of your body mass,
0: <laughs>
1: you, yeah. you'll see a bit of a jump.
0: Yeah. And this is why I love Ryan on the podcast, because of all the things we can talk to and how interesting it is. So it was an, an amazing preview of – uh what you're expected to I'll find out today. I'll talk about Dan. I just yeah. really
1: like to talk.
0: <laughs> we'll do some <laughs> of those. We'll just have like a three-hour one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Call it like shooting the shit with Ryan. Melissa, <laughs> <Yes, laughs> thanks. Um, yeah, so during this 2021 Super Bowl, what do we at? 55, I think is the number, playoff uh, All right, Super Bowl. Man. We're going to talk about the regular season and a whole bunch of great things. We got a bonus at the end, which you'll listen to. And also this, that is a spin wheel, which we'll be a part of that rears its ugly head every
1: now and again. I've (laughs) heard rumors of the spin wheel for for months and months and probably years at this point. So I'm really excited (laughs) to see it finally in action. I spent so much and I've used it like three times. (laughs) 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 So much. I'm... so much potential.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so let's get right into it. Um, we're going to cover the regular season recap. Some highs, some lows for people that have watched it or people that didn't watch it, it. Is like, what happened this NFL season for seventeen weeks? Well, you get a quick recap right now, um, Ryan. What are let's let's always start off on the bad side. What are some low lights you saw happen in this NFL season?
1: Uh. Lot of, lot of really, I guess upsetting would be the word. Injuries, um, the Dak Prescott injury and the uh, Joe Burrow injury, in, in particular, just because they were so, uh, so severe and so like career altering in a lot of cases. Like uh, Joe Flacco kind of went through the same injury that Joe Burrow went through at one point in his career, and he was uh, he was never really the same player after that. So I'm hoping. Obviously, he's coming out of his rookie year. He had a tremendous first half of the season, and then something like that happens. It's never good. Hopefully, he can rip off a full recovery, start slinging it again.
0: Um, Some other injuries that happened, I think within the first month, we had Saquon Barkley go down yet again. Oh, Saquon, yep. And he was out for the season. Dak Prescott (laughs) went down for the season on a very gruesome injury. That was tough. That was. And that basically – ended his season. Yeah, the yep. Niners miss half their team. Yeah. For the season. The Eagles had a lot of injuries. Um any other big ones went down. I'm trying to uh, think.
1: shout out to the Ravens, COVID champions of the year. Like twenty some active cases at one time. That's pretty <laughs> impressive.
0: Well yeah, done. Well done all I, around boys. <laughs> I had that as one of my top two lowlights was the fact that somehow the Ravens they didn't have to forfeit a game. <laughs> They've, like, pushed it back, what, three times to make them play a game? But well, for the Broncos – It's on, Raven
1: bro. Steelers, not the Broncos, dude. Let's no, be real first.
0: But, no, but the Broncos that same week had to start, like, a wide receiver at quarterback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty wild. I wonder what went on behind the scenes there to make yeah. that Raven Steelers game happen because I'm sure yeah. there was some push that, to have that be a forfeit. Yeah.
0: Some other – Injuries that happened—they didn't last the whole season. You had um, who else went down? I just looked at it. Drew Brees went down
1: for a little bit. That was a tough one. Didn't he break a rib? He he broke at least one. He punctured a lung as well, I believe. Didn't he? You uh, he could have. I think or- I remember hearing about it, and I was kind of like astounded when they said, "Oh, he'll be back. No big deal. A couple weeks."
0: Yeah, and they went pretty good without them.
1: For the, for the they're shot team. They're they're super talented roster. I think they have they have the, for my money they have the best wide receiver in the NFL who missed a large part of the year and yeah. a, the top 3 running back in the NFL depending on who you talk to.
0: Yeah. The other low lights I have and these are team related. Um the Texans the whole off season like, what the hell are you doing? And then they come out and they're 0-4 or 0-5 and, and immediately fire their coach. <laughs> and, and it's like, if you remember six games ago, you were up 21 points against the Chiefs who won the Super Bowl. And within within five and a half quarters, you are winless. <laughs> or five and a half games, you're winless and you fired your coach. And it's basically like your season's done and you may be rebuilding immediately. <laughs> Like, that, that was shit. a low light. How bad the Texans <laughs> got so
1: quickly. That should happen, so it's real. Like, uh, the, when the Ravens lost to the Titans last year in the postseason, I mean, you know how their regular season won last year.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if you go – if you look at their regular season last year and then they play the Titans, and then for the first ten weeks, they look pretty miserable this year. Like, they look horrible for a lot of those games. Like, they really should not – there's very few worlds in which that Ravens team should have five losses with the talent they have and the schedule they had. But, like, a loss like that in the playoffs, especially to an underdog or when you when you blow a lead to the Super Bowl champions, it'll mess you up for a while.
0: Yeah, but, like, they traded the guy who came number one in receiving yards this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was questionable. That was questionable at best. Yeah.
0: But. And um, they're related to Mother Low light, which is – the Dolphins missing the playoffs. So the Dolphins have the third pick because the Texans traded that away.
1: <laughs> I forgot all about that
0: So Yeah. So they can't <laughs> even rebuild well this year because they've screwed it up in a terrible trade, <laughs> mm. but the, just the way the Dolphins didn't make the playoffs. Like I like Tua, he's a cool dude, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick would have made him
1: make the playoffs this year if they you, stuck with him. What do you think the Dolphins do with that number 3 pick?
0: I don't know what they need. Neither do I'm I. I'm not a big Dolphins fan. I don't know if they need a line or they need like I know they have a
1: really young team. Is it worth it to explore the option of trading that third pick away for a superstar in whatever your weakest department is? I'm not I'm not a Dolphins aficionado. I don't know much about them. Yeah, other than that they're going to be a problem in the next couple of years.
0: I think they might even be able to trade it to a team in the top 10 that wants to move up and even upgrade with, like, another pick.
1: Yeah. Like, go out and get a proven player. You already have enough young guys on that team. You need a little bit more veteran experience. I'm assuming Fitzpatrick is going to be out the door here shortly. So that'll be a pretty big veteran presence that you're going to lose. Yeah. What are some highlights you had on the regular season? Uh, My big one is Cleveland. Dog pound, making it to the playoffs. Barely. (laughs) Uh, That that don't matter. That don't matter. 11-5. They were – I was super impressed with Cleveland, just especially like – I was a huge Baker Mayfield fan in college, and it was just nice to see him have have an above-average year and get minimal pushback for shit that he really can't control. Like, that that front office is – circus and that coaching situation has been a pretty funny joke for the last decade. And then that all sort of all blew back on him. I think because he had so much hype coming out of college in the last two years that he couldn't figure it out, that all sort of fell into his lap. And now the pieces are all starting to come together. And that's one of the most interesting teams in football for sure.
0: Yeah. I thought they might've been the team on the outside looking in. Yeah. But so they got it together, thankfully, and they made it, and that's an awesome, yeah, it's an awesome story because it's been 2002. <laughs> yeah, it's the last time they made it. Uh, a highlight for me was Antonio Brown coming back and actually not being an issue. How As about that? Yet.
1: He did it. Well, we're not done yet, but he's done, done it <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah,
0: he sat <laughs> out quite a bit, and Tom Brady was the person that basically. I guess, got him to go to the Bucks because Bruce Arians in the summer when asked, was like, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So to see Tom Brady, you know, take him under his wing, I guess. Yeah. And he's an asset now. Like, he's scoring touchdowns. He's yeah, doing well. To me, that was a highlight to see how terrible of a person he is and maybe he got his act together. Maybe. Um, maybe.
1: Maybe. We'll see. The jury's still yeah. out. Highlight, it's always nice another, to see something like that, though.
0: Yeah, another highlight for me, um, the Washington football team making the playoffs. Now, I know they <laughs> if they were in any other division. They were <laughs> four games out in some divisions, <laughs> you know, obviously. But, like, the fact that they had all this controversy before the season with the name and then, like, the cheerleading – Whatever that thing was with, you know, organization like, oh, the, filming them the or Dan something. Schneider expose. Yeah. And they were able to, like, put all that to the side, draft a good person. They, their defense looks good for years. Yeah. And make the playoffs with a coach that, you know, kind of slunk it up the last few years in Carolina.
1: And fought cancer all season this year. Yes. And fought. Yeah.
0: yeah. To me, that's a highlight. That you know that team has made the playoffs again. It's been a while, and yeah, this is a good story to talk yeah. about.
1: You know? uh, Alex Smith, also that's just an incredible story. Um, I can't imagine there's a world in which Ben Roethlisberger wins Comeback Player of the Year over him, but uh, I, I'm one of the one of the people that believes that should rename the award after him after, after all he went through, being told. You, you might die being told you're more than likely going to lose your leg, went through 18 surgeries, walk, didn't walk for however many months. And then his first year back, he leads his team to the playoffs. Yeah. Wild yeah. stuff.
0: And like you look at it, they worked a lot better than what they could have been. They had Haskins in. <laughs>
1: there's, there's nothing on that team. No. I mean, they have Chase Young. They have Alex Young. People said they had Dwayne, Cask- Dwayne Haskins. Speaking of him, Kyle, if you're listening, shout out, buddy. I told you he sucked. You didn't listen. Now look where we're at. Always listen to me. Go (laughs) draft quarterbacks from Ohio State. They don't work. Get your (laughs) running backs from Ohio State. Get your defensive linemen from Ohio State. Leave the wide receivers and quarterbacks. Let them go. They don't work.
0: Now I wonder if – I'm sure I'm going to get you. trash
1: because there's going to be some monster wide receiver that I'm forgetting about from Ohio State. Yeah,
0: Well, they got Justin Fields coming out.
1: Um, <sighs> yeah, Dwayne Haskins is better than him on paper, though.
0: Yeah, that was a uh, low light, like the whole Dwayne
1: Haskins situation. <laughs> that was a crazy story, and that happened fast. There was like nothing. <laughs> and then in the span of two days, he got stripped of his captainship, and everyone was like, all right, no biggie. He'll be back, and then a day later, he's released completely from the Reds or from the football team.
0: Well, you saw what he did during the game. He, like, he scored a touchdown, and then, like, without a mask, jumped and like was hugging fans and took photos with them.
1: <laughs> well, you saw all the strip club stuff. I'm assuming, too, right?
0: I did not. The only strip club stuff I saw was a basketball guy that got banned from Ty Lawson. He got banned from China. <laughs> for putting up disparaging photos of. Chinese women and making comments about them.
1: Yeah. Um, that was the reason he lost his captainship was because they played a game. I think they lost. And then a bunch of pictures and videos of him in the strip club doing uh, salacious things with females without a mask on in the club the night after a game. And the next day he lost his captainship. And then the day after that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look these up. So Dwayne Hatskins, strip club. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what kind of photos pop up for me. All right, I got to go to a different website I guess I should go to Google this uh, one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, any other highlights on the year for you?
1: Um The uh we talked about the Alex Smith one. Um, the Bills, that's a cool story. This is their first home playoff game in how many years?
0: 55. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, I, I, it's I think it's around 20. I think it might be north mm-hmm. of
0: 20. Yeah, last time they were good was
1: – That's pretty cool. Uh, Josh Allen is a fucking monster. Who saw that coming? Not many people. Yeah, he can run. I like, I didn't realize how good he actually was. Until He's a game. giant too. He's like right down the list. He's everything you want. I'm uh Yeah, I'm starting to be on the uh, Josh Allen hype train here. <laughs> As he progresses in his career, I know I'm late to the party, but mm. the dude can sling it.
0: Yeah. Well, let's let's get right into the uh Other things we want to discuss. The next on the list is the Eagles-Ravens. So let me jump in since you're talking about getting on the Josh Allen um, wagon or whatever you call it. The Wentz wagon. Almost
1: everyone is leaving. (laughs) Hey, he's bad at football. Started having sex. (laughs) He hasn't been the same player since he got married.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, as an Eagles fan – (laughs) And we're going to be doing another podcast on this eventually. (laughs) It's just like, how disappointing was this year for them? (laughs) Like, I saw it coming, but not to this level. And I think a lot of people were shocked by that. Um, They finished 4-11-1. They tied the Bengals. They lost to basically everybody except... The, they were able to be the Giants once. Somehow they were able to beat the Giants once. And they were able to beat the Saints of all teams. <laughs> the freaking New Orleans Saints. And that was the reason why I don't think I think the New Orleans Saints did not to get the uh home field playoff <laughs> game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: About. Now they
1: have now they have to go up to Lambeau, and that's not fun for fucking anyone. Yeah. Like Especially that's not the, a dome team. <laughs> that's not fun for the bears, I can't imagine what that's like for a Dome team dude, yeah, yeah that was the <laughs>
0: highlight of the eagles season basically was winning that game
1: yeah
0: but um yeah, what do you think about the uh the eagles season from not being an eagles fan, kind of
1: watching it play out um it was it was very odd how fast everything deteriorated from the outside looking in. I don't really follow the Eagles much. I don't I don't follow the NFC a whole lot. I'm definitely much more tuned into what's going on in the AFC. But uh just seeing how fast the relationship between Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson shredded was just crazy to me. Like it's like this was your dude. He was uh he was an MVP front runner before the injury 3 years ago. You know, he was a p- big part of that Super Bowl team. He got you the number one seed, 13-3, and three, going into the playoffs on a roll. Granted, he didn't play in the playoffs, but he was a large reason that you're even there to begin with. And to just see, see that city and see that organization turn their back on him, I would like to know, surely surely he did something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, surely he did something to bring that on himself within the organization that people don't know about, or at least I don't know about. Like, he wasn't even dressed for that Week 17 game is what I heard. I could be completely wrong on that. Yeah, I I can go into that. But it's just like, when you look at his stats,
0: you're kind of like, can you blame Doug for the switch? Because Doug, I think at the time, was still like, we can technically make the playoffs just like the last two years because our division is so terrible. Yeah. And – Carson is a liability when he's out there. Yeah. He led the league in fumbles, led the league in sacks, led the league in interceptions. You know, it's like (laughs) he never had a game in which his QB rating was 100. That's tough. And and most of them were like his – once Jalen started doing – started playing, like his first two games I think were, out of all our QB games this year for quarterback ratings, I think his two were in the top four. And he only started two games, like his first two games. So it was just like Carson was just so awful. And I think Doug realized his job was on the line
1: yeah. and Carson
0: was costing him his job.
1: <laughs> I think, I mean, I could be reading the situation wrong, but it seemed to me like Carson went through a bit of a, a a bitch fit for lack of a better term mm-hmm. when he got benched. Like, and I, I think that is a serious stain on his character and that might end up haunting him for a long time because like you hear about like, all these other quarterbacks that that don't do much in their first few seasons, that gut it out and stick around. And now look at Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, he, he's, he's maybe not more than likely, but there's a good chance he winds up starting on a team somewhere next year. Like, there there's plenty of teams that he could probably start on in the NFL. And he's yeah. one of those guys that just hung it out and was a good teammate and mentored these young guys and, and showed him the ropes. And now he's getting a shot.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what's going through Carson's head. Um, the reason why he didn't start in week 17 was I was told Doug wanted to see um, kind of like – Yeah, and he kind of wanted to give Sudfield his due. Yeah. And I listened to Ray Didinger, who's like a big Eagles guy who's wrote books on the Eagles and has always yeah. talked about. Yeah. He um, was like – that Sudfield was Doug when he played. Like he was always like, like – <laughs> Never got playing time. If he did, it was like yeah. barely any. Yeah. And he kind of like looked at Sudfeld and was like, that's me. Like, we don't have a chance to make the playoffs. I'll just let him play a little bit, yeah. you know? And not have him like hate that he was in the NFL for half a decade and got...
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I, 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 I really don't time. have – like I don't really see any issue with getting mm-hmm. with getting Sudfeld some snaps there, like – and the Giants people, to be honest with you, are I I can't believe I'm going to side with Philadelphia on this one. But I believe the Giants fans are completely out of line on this one. Like You controlled your own destiny going into – I forget what week it was. I I think it was week 13 or maybe it was week 12. They controlled their own destiny. They were in first place, and they had a, a relatively soft schedule. They had to play the Ravens, which is tough. But uh, then they went out and lost three in a row. And then now they they have the gall to sit back and complain that Philadelphia didn't beat a team that was probably heavily favored to beat them with a rookie quarterback starting.
0: Yeah, there's a few things that I've I've heard in the last little bit. Someone was like, "There were six and ten before the game, and there were six and ten after the game. How is it the Eagles' fault that you didn't make it?" <laughs> yeah,
1: like you can you controlled your own destiny for a while. They were they were in a better spot than the red or the football team. That's going to take me a while. Yeah. I haven't done that well, all that year and I've done it 3 times on this podcast. Yeah. They,
0: <laughs> they were 1 in 7 to start the season.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Um they had the Eagles down 21 to 12. Yeah. I think I think it was 21 to 12 with 6 minutes left and Carson comes back and beats you 22 to 21. If you want to complain about not getting in, yeah. that was your game right there. Yep. You're up two scores with six minutes left. You could have won that game. And that game would have put you in. And now you're you're if, if you're relying on another team to get you in the playoffs, you can't blame if that team doesn't get you in. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And people like, yeah, the Giants are all pissy and stuff. Well, let's say Jalen Hurts stays in and they still and they still end up losing.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, are you going to complain about that? Or are you going to – you know, I don't it's, – it's a stupid thing. I'm glad yeah. Ron, Ron Rivera came out and uh, supported the Eagles. Yeah. And then, you know, what I didn't like was people were like, they shouldn't be tanking, as the NFL, and blah, blah, blah. And that brings up, like, three instances that I can think of. One, did you know the Jaguars, like – Week 16, we're chanting tank for Trevor in the stadium.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like it or not, and it's – tanking itself is not great for the integrity of the sport, but it is Mm – it seems to be a viable option in every major sport. I don't really – I I don't know a damn thing about hockey, to be honest with you. But I know in the MLB and the NBA and in the NFL, tanking are all viable options, and I can speak to that like – the Orioles have been tanking for half a decade. They made that ALCS run back in whatever year that was, 2015 maybe, and they've been trading away every every trending up player they've had. Every player that shows any bit of potential is gone off that roster. They, I, I don't know what they're waiting for, but
0: yeah. I still believe. And, yeah, that was one of the next instances I was going to bring little,
1: up. Getting a little His, off topic.
0: Yeah, like in twenty I think nineteen there were eight M- MLB teams that were literally saying, We're not trying to be competitive this year. Yeah. Like thirty percent of your league is not trying to win games. <laughs> yeah. And you're like complaining that your league is different. Your league's not yeah. different because yeah. you also had Tank Fatua in Miami. <laughs> 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 and and the Jets this year, they win their first game and you know the outrage by the Jet fans? <laughs> They got so angry. <laughs> it, it's, so, it, it's not a Philadelphia exclusive thing that just happened with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You brought up all these instances. And even think about like teams that are competitive, like the Tampa Bay Rays and stuff. They're competitive for like a few years. And then they get rid of people. And they're basically sacrificing some some wins.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, is that not considered tanking?
1: I mean, to my, to my definition, yeah, it would be.
0: Yeah, so like everybody has done it in some sort of degree. Yeah, and like six months from now, unless the Eagles botch the draft pick, no one's going to be complaining in the Eagles. Oh, we shouldn't have tanked.
1: <laughs> Ooh, how mad's Philly going to be when they draft another quarterback this year? How mad was Philly when they drafted Jalen Hurts, and now look at you?
0: How great is it going to be if they draft the quarterback from North Dakota State with a sixth pick? <laughs> <laughs> Like, we'll, we'll try this again. The first one didn't work out, but <laughs> Ooh, that would be tough. That would be, <laughs> that, would be that city <laughs> might burn. If <laughs> but, uh, yeah, enough about the Eagles. Let's talk about your Ravens, the 11 and 5 Ravens, who are playing this
1: week. What a strange year! What an what a, what a emotional roller coaster of a year. Like, they come out. They look okay out of the gate. I mean, they do their thing week one and just absolutely roll whoever they play. Lamar Jackson has as well north of a hundred passer rating, I believe. Again, um, I could be getting my ears confused here, so don't quote me on that. But uh, they play lights out week one, and then it's just a bit of a steady decline from there. But uh, started okay. They were five and one, but it was a scrappy five and one, and and they played they played a ba- uh, a real bad game in Pittsburgh for their first loss. And then uh, got a bit, got a bit scary there. I mean, they lost, they went on a little lost streak. I can't remember if they lost three in a row, but they lost three out of four. And then uh, they ended up, that Browns game was the best thing that happened to them all year. That second Browns game, they, uh, that was to boot up their ass. And then, I mean, granted, they didn't really play anybody that second half of the year, but they did what they were supposed to for the first time all year against the Jaguars, against the Giants, against the Bengals. They, they looked a bit of what they were last year in the regular season, which I guess is good that they're heating up now. They're heating up at the right time. That that Ready Tennessee game's a bit of a nightmare matchup.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, I'm trying to pull up your schedule right now. I clicked Ravens.com. And they're talking to an Amazon book website. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Um, yeah. They, they were putting up points right in the beginning. They lost to the Chiefs. That was their first loss week three. That's
1: right. That's right. That's right.
0: Um,
1: they, they I think they lost to the Steelers in week six I went to five and two.
0: Um, hold on. Week six, week they seven. almost blew it to Philadelphia, if you remember that. But they found a way to win. Yeah. And then they had their bye, and then they lost to Pittsburgh
1: in week okay, eight. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. That's what it was. But – uh. Yeah, it, it was really rough going after that Pittsburgh game. And uh, kind of unfortunate that the Ravens played one of their – well, I mean, not looking back, but the Ravens played their worst game of the year at that point against Kansas City. And in my opinion, Kansas City played their best game of the year against the Ravens. Uh, Kansas City has looked super beatable all season. Uh, they've played a lot of unnecessarily close games and uh, gotten bailed out by last-minute Mahomes Magic. I think so. They're going to be interesting to watch in the playoffs. They, they're in a little bit of trouble depending on who they get, I, I think. Yeah. Um,
0: after that, they yeah they really got it together. They lost four or five.
1: Yeah. J.K. Look like Dobbins kind of... looks great. Mark Andrews is healthy again. Mark Ingram's healthy. I, I don't really – I couldn't tell you what they're doing with him. Could not tell you. Um, there was one week – that's a really weird situation – I don't know if there's some sort of friction there between him and the organization, but he was, he was a healthy scratch in week 16. I think where it was one of the first weeks in a while that he was fully healthy and they scratched him from the game. Uh, he got a couple carries and I believe it was, the, it was either week 16 or week 17. He got some carries and looked pretty good. Looked like vintage Mark Ingram out there. So that that's good that he's healthy moving, moving into the playoffs and they really get that, what's really now a four-headed monster of a rushing attack has really been clicking these last couple of weeks. Yeah. My biggest disappointment with the Ravens this year has and away, and I don't think anybody will try and deny this, was Marquise Brown has not looked good at football all year. He had a couple of big catches. He had a big catch in the Browns game. He had a lot of big drops in the Browns game. He had a lot of big drops all year, like a lot of routine plays that routine, big plays that should have been made that he just couldn't come down with. And hopefully it's just a mental block and he can move past that. I mean, he, he works with Antonio Brown a lot in the off season cause they're cousins. So depending on who you ask has a good thing or a bad thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so we'll see if, if he can get straightened out a little bit as a, uh, as the season goes on. Des Bryant. uh, it's been a little bit slower than I expected implementing him. I kind of thought that would be like, a, okay, let's, let's get you one to two weeks on the practice squad so you remember how to play football, and then I'll be right back to Des Bryant. But that hasn't really panned out how I hoped. But. We'll see. All
0: right. So now we're going to really get into the playoffs.
1: Here we go. Um,
0: hardest conference to win the title and go to the Super Bowl, AFC or NFC? Gotta be the AFC, right? I would say one hundred percent personally, because you had an eleven win team or a ten win team not make it. And you literally, yeah. you almost could have had a team that had eleven wins, not make it.
1: <laughs> if if uh if, if, the if, Ravens if, were gonna miss the playoffs if they won eleven and five, if the Colts won yeah. out if the Colts, Dolphins and Browns all won out, which was a highly real possibility. That yeah. they would all win out and uh then you would have had an eleven and five team miss the playoffs, which to me is crazy, but that's that's the way it goes. That's the way yeah, it goes.
0: Yeah. So I'm yeah, I'm thinking from that perspective, they have the best teams top to bottom. Um, my, don't
1: get me wrong. I, I think Green Bay and New Orleans, whoever I don't I don't see anyone else making it out of that conference. Uh, Seattle's look super underwhelming. I don't really have faith in Tampa Bay. Um although Tom Brady playoff Tom Brady's a different animal. You can never really sleep on him, mm-hmm. but I just don't think they they have the grit to go shot for shot with Green Bay and Lambeau. Well
0: or you just ruined
1: done. all the rest of the podcast
0: by telling your predictions already. No, it's
1: no, 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 no. Did I? Eh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I I could dive more into it and explain my thought process. I got some yeah. I got some hot takes in the AFC, I'll save.
0: Alright. But yeah, like looking at the teams that made it um in the NFC, like you had two teams that shouldn't have been there at the end with the Bears at eight and eight <laughs> like squeaking in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the Cardinals looked good and they they somehow found they a way to show kinda of like the Raiders. Right yeah. at the end. They found a way to play themselves out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think anyone is disagreeing that the hardest conference to win is going to be the AFC.
1: There's just, and, and and every team like you have, okay, so you, you have your chiefs and your bills, which I don't think anybody will debate are the two hottest teams in the AFC right now. Every other team in that division is going, maybe not the Colts, but every other team in that, in that playoff on that side of the bracket is going to beat you up. Like there's going to be tough games. There's going to be exciting games. I think every game is going to be fairly exciting. Maybe not Bills Colts, but after that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look you look at this these records and like eleven and five can most of the time win you a division, and you had two teams that had to go as wild, or three teams that had to go as wild card teams with eleven yeah. wins. Like that's kind of crazy when you think about it.
1: They're division all. Division. There are some smash mouth teams in that division too. It, it's also kind of crazy to me that uh, the Browns have the Browns have the most or the second most balanced rushing passing attack in the playoffs right now. If you look at if you look at that, <laughs> well, I never yeah. thought I'd say that. <laughs> never thought yeah. I'd utter those words.
0: Yeah. Now, um, just like the last thing about the conference. Is like the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers. They're obviously going to beat each other up a bit and beat down the Bengals, but they beat a lot of other teams around the NFL to get you know all those wins they got. Yeah. So like that's just a testament to like how tough the AFC is.
1: Who that's a tough division too. That that's a that's that's an old school run it down your throat division. And it's kind of crazy that you have three teams come out of a division like that.
0: Yeah. So this wild card weekend, what are the top mat the top the top matchup you're looking forward to watching? And Saturday, um, you got the Colts, Bills, Rams, Seahawks, which is a divisional game, basically. Again, the Bucks and and Washington. The Ravens and Titans rematch part three in the last year. Yeah. The Bears and Saints and the Browns and Steelers, which is another divisional
1: rematch. Um, I, I think the only two games I, – I think Seattle, L.A. will be mildly interesting. I, I think it's, it's going to be a uh, – depending on who you talk to, a relatively boring game. Uh, there's not going to be a lot of points scored. There's going to be a lot of mistakes made. I think it's going to be super sloppy. But I think Chicago or I think uh, Seattle will win by seven. That's far and away the most interesting game coming out of the NFC. The, only, the, the two I'm really interested in are uh, Ravens-Titans and Steelers-Browns. I think either of those games could go either way. I think Bill's Colts is pretty cut and dry. Um, Josh Allen has just looked far too good for Phillip Rivers to pose even a slight threat. but uh... yeah,
0: There's a lot of good ones, and I would like to say the Bucs in Washington, just because of Chase Young talking all that smack, but I'm like, I already know what's going to be the outcome. <laughs> I think the Ravens-Titans, to me, might be the matchup I'm most looking forward to, just because the Titans have won two close games, or won the last game, but they've won the last two games, the last one being – in overtime, super close, yeah, yeah, and it's a playoff game. How many times are the are the Ravens going to lose in a year to the same team?
1: Uh, like, what what scares me is the Titans are strong everywhere we're not. Uh, the, the Titans passing attack, it, it's not really – it's good enough, but to, to my – in my honest opinion, they don't really have like a, pl- a, a playoff passing attack. Um, Tannehill will burn you. Every now and then, if he catches you sleeping, which is what the Ravens learned the hard way in the wild card last year, when you focus all your energy on Derrick Henry, but uh, the the Ravens have really looked subpar. They've really looked bad in 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 the uh, in the rushing attack. Uh, their passing secondary has been good, not great. So I, I think it, it's better than it was last year. So I, I think it'll be enough to shut down. Tannehill, but uh, I, I'm really worried. Derek Henry goes for 200 here.
0: Jeez, <laughs> um, I think whoever wins that game could potentially do another upset the next week. That's kind of like what I'm looking forward to. When I'm looking at all these teams,
1: yeah, yeah, as like
0: someone you might not expect to like do some damage the following week. It could be either one of those teams. This, like this is it. crazy. I but, don't know what to expect from it, like you yeah. with Henry and all that, because I don't know the Ravens that much. I just know both are good teams.
1: You never know, and they've both been up and down all year. You never know what yeah. you're going to get. Now, granted, the Ravens have looked really fairly consistent, and they've really found their identity again in these last five weeks, but they're playing low-end teams, so you never know what what that's going to look like. I, I I think if if the Ravens – If the Ravens rush for 200, which has kind of been their average these last few weeks, I I think they get it done. I think that'll be enough. Because uh, Lamar's going to throw for at least one, maybe two touchdowns. Uh, They'll probably rush for at least two, probably three. And then hopefully that defense can hold Derrick Henry two to three on the ground. If they do that, they win.
0: Um, Looking at the – NFC and AFC championship game what matchup would you most be looking forward to getting there and playing each other
1: um i i think the only real answer is i i mean if you if you put the legend of tom brady aside i don't think the buccaneers i i don't know i i don't think they're quite there yet i think next year it will be a different story but i think this year everybody's looking forward to seeing Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers go at it in an NFC championship. And I think uh, personally, this is bias. I would love to see a Bills-Ravens-AFC championship game. I think that is a stylistic nightmare for Josh Allen, because the one thing the Ravens front seven does well is get after the quarterback. And I truly believe with the way their secondary plays, and if they get after Josh Allen enough, they could really rattle him and – and, and make that a tough night for him. I think Ravens-Bills is a better matchup than Ravens-Titans, to be honest with you. Both, um, both are super tough games, but I, I I think Ravens-Bills is a better matchup.
0: Um, I have two for the NFC. My ideal matchup would be the Washington football team against the Bears.
1: That would be something.
0: Just because <laughs> <laughs> it like brings us back to the 80s, and yeah. both teams are like 500 or below right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and just to hear them have to talk about Washington football team and, like, the old days and the Bears in the old days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then, like, you know, I think that would just be ideally a great thing because everyone's like, what the hell? How did this happen? <laughs> um, besides that, I would like to see Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers going to the Super Bowl to, yeah. see if Tom, to see if Tom Brady can, you know, can do that to the guy who's going to be the MVP this year. You think in 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 Lambeau to see if he can take a team from the South and take them to Lambeau and win. I think that would be better for me than Drew Brees, who he's he's kind of annoying me now at this point because like I took him last year to win the Super Bowl, and every year they find a way to screw it up in the playoffs.
1: The only thing worse than being a Baltimore sports fan is being a New Orleans sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, it, it's tough. I'm, I'm interested to see if their playoff run ends in controversy again this year.
0: Yeah, it, it, something's going to happen. I, I would like to see in the AFC the Chiefs um, probably go against the Bills.
1: That's a good one. That's if the Bills game. Are, if
0: the bull, Bills are still rolling. I mean, like anybody against the Chiefs right now, to me, is going to be an ideal matchup, like yeah. a, something I would love to see. Yeah. Except maybe the Colts. Yeah. Besides them, everybody else, I would love to see them playing the, in the championship game. Like the Ravens is always a good matchup with them. Um, they're gonna
1: get one eventually. They're, they're yeah. going John Harbaugh's too good of a coach to not figure this out at some point. It took him a while with Pittsburgh too. And this year was was a bit of a was a bit of a down year. Uh, we we played Pittsburgh with our practice squad and they barely hung on. <laughs> but uh, I, I think John Harbaugh is too good of a coach not to get one back against Kansas City.
0: Yeah. Now, are you ready for what everyone's been waiting for? Oh, is it is it time? Oh, it's time. It's time. It is time for the spin wheel. So what we're going to do, folks, is we have every NFL team listed and their seed on a giant spin wheel. We're going to have to... Um, We're going to first start off on why they will lose their first game. We'll do three teams each. We'll start that. Why that team will lose their first game. And then after that, we'll do why this team will win the Super Bowl. And we'll have to defend both of these. All right. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Can you see it? Yes. Who did you get? Oh, you got the Seahawks. Why will they lose their first game against the Rams? They don't play defense.
1: The C- the Seahawks defense has been a nightmare, and their offense has looked subpar this- this- these last few weeks of the season. Who's um, got the best defense? The Rams.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I-, I think the Seahawks. If they lose, I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be themselves. I I don't think the Rams are talented enough to to outplay them or outclass them in any way. If if the Seahawks lose that week, it'll be completely self destruction. All right, are you ready? Ah, you gave me a team. I was I was as you responded, I was like, please don't be Seahawks or L.A. Please don't be Seahawks or L.A. <laughs> All right, let's see what I get.
0: I get the Bears. (laughs) Sweet. The Bears will lose because they are on the road in New Orleans. and (laughs) They are not that good of a team. They are 8-8. They got in because basically Arizona found a way to play themselves out. (laughs) Just like a few other teams we discussed earlier. And they're playing a team that for two years has lost heartbreaking games right at the end. And they got to come out with a bang. And the Bears just happen to be their opponent that they will be taking out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and sucks to be a bear. <laughs> that,
1: that, that's a come Sunday. Phew, that, that's a tough matchup for for old Mitch. That's a yeah. tough one.
0: <laughs> now that being said, I do want Trubisky to win, just so just so people can be like, "That wasn't the worst second pick." In the draft In the last 20
1: years (laughs) Because
0: you look at who came behind him, You got Patrick Mahomes And Deshaun Watson (laughs) And they're like And you took this guy (laughs) So he's got to do something To make people be like Okay I can see why (laughs) Five years later He might be a decent pick Or three years or whatever it's been
1: If, If Trubisky turns it around There's a legitimate argument for Trubisky over Deshaun Watson at that time. If, I still, if, if Trubisky shows up to be some sort of playoff quarterback, I think there's yeah. definitely an argument because I don't think it's a secret that other than this year, the Houston Texans are regular season warriors and they don't get it done in the postseason. Yeah. All right.
0: Ryan's second team. Who was I'm not that? doing it was the Bears, but you're not doing the Bears. <laughs> you got
1: the Saints. Oh! The Saints. Oh, all right. So the last few years, uh, the Saints have suffered tremendously heartbreaking losses. There was the Minneapolis miracle and then the most egregious no-call I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And uh, last year they lost in, I believe it was, it was either overtime or a last-minute drive. And uh, some Saints fans tried to... Tried to make an argument for pass interference on that last play, but I think you lose all credibility when you let Kirk Cousins march down the field and ice you in overtime or in a two-minute drill in the playoffs. And I think those yips are going to linger. I don't think Drew Brees is 100% healthy. They've looked super beatable all year in certain situations. And uh, I think they shoot themselves in the foot similar to the Seahawks where on paper – these games should really not be all that close, but I think a bit of self-destruction will be involved here.
0: Yeah. You've had to defend why two 12-win teams would lose tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I know, man. What the <laughs> fuck? Help me I out. Eight eight. <laughs> Give me the Colts. <laughs> Give me the... I got the Packers. Ooh, that's an even tougher one. Does that count? Because they're not playing week one. They'll they'll be playing their first game. Oh, their first game? Okay. Yeah, well,
0: based on who the Packers play, they've had a week off. Basically, they don't have to play week 17 at all. (laughs) So having two weeks off, you can kind of get off to a slow start. So based on their matchup, they could potentially maybe play Tampa Bay, the Rams, or the Bears if they pull an upset. Um, So they can play the number one defense, Tom Brady in the playoffs, or a team that has nothing to lose that plays them twice a year.
1: They just beat the Saints in this hypothetical.
0: Yes, they just beat the Saints. <laughs> so they have nothing to lose. So they're playing with the
1: They're coming in money. hot. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> um, Some other way, they could be playing um, Washington football team, who also has nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. they'll just be slinging it, doing whatever. And they'll be coming off, hey, we just beat Tom Brady. You know, like we can beat the next – variation of Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers back-to-back weeks how great is that you know so if they come out weak and they don't recover from an early lapse kind of like the Chiefs did against the Texans with that break they did they came out flat if they can't find a way to score points quickly they might just be trailing the whole game and find a way to lose
1: well put that's
0: that's the only way I see them losing. <laughs>
1: well done. That, that was a tough one, and you done good.
0: Okay. Steelers.
1: This is Blended. still why, why they're going to lose?
0: Yes, this is the last one, why they will lose their first game.
1: Uh, I've been saying all year, but no one's really bothered to listen to me, that I really don't think the Steelers are that good at football. I think they got really exposed down the later stretch. Uh, they lost to a lot of subpar football teams, and you're playing a Browns team that is going to be fired up like you've never seen a Cleveland Browns team be before. They're playing their their first playoff game in what is it, 18 years? 18, yep. Yeah. A- 18. Uh, Baker Mayfield's hot. Nick Chubb is an animal. Um, that defense is tough, but Cleveland's a real threat. And if uh, Baker Mayfield has, if Baker Mayfield goes for 300 and Nick Chubb goes for 100 on the ground, good luck. Nice. Good luck. All right. The Bills. Ooh, ah, good luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the first time the Bills have been, you know, on a roll like this ever. Um, they The last meeting they played was over a year ago, and it was close. But this is a Colts team that is a little bit better. When you look at the defense, they're fairly, fairly similar passing and rushing, the Colts are actually not bad. So if they find a way to get some turnovers, they might end up beating the Bills. And the Bills, like, you know, they're just like, what the hell? It's Josh Allen's first playoff game. Phillip Rivers has been there. He's done that. Frank Reich has helped win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia a couple years ago. This Colts team is not being talked about, whereas everyone is jumping on the Bills, that they could just come out there and all of a sudden just, you know, upset them in a very close game that's probably going to be cold as hell.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, Bills come out and hang 56 on the Dolphins, who is, in my opinion, a better team than the Colts. I think everybody
0: knows that. Yeah, and the Dolphins had to – win to stay in the playoffs, and we're playing backups from the Bills.
1: <laughs> I think maybe old Josh Allen comes in a bit cocky.
0: That is potential. So, now we're going to defend why these teams will win the Super Bowl.
1: Give me, give me Chicago. What you give me Chicago. <laughs> you got the Browns, my friend. Ooh, it's happening. All right, you have a highly scrappy Cleveland team that is one of the most talented rosters in this entire playoff bracket. They've had issues putting it together in the past. It's really come together around the, uh, the latter stretch. Uh, they lost to the Jets, which is tough. I think they learned a lot from that game. I think Baker Mayfield got humbled a little bit, which is always what he's needed. They're coming into the playoffs hot. They're hungry. Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb have been firing. The defense has been not great, but good enough. I think there's a real chance that if the Clevelands pull some upsets and get some favorable wins and a little bit of help from other teams in this bracket, they could make a run and get her done.
0: Nice. I like that defense. Oh, the yeah. Chiefs. Oh, how hard is that? <laughs> That's a good one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the Chiefs are going to be basically healthy. They've been there last year. They've won it. They know how hard it is to win a championship because they've done it. They also, two years ago, know how easy it is to lose a game in the playoffs. So they have both of those fresh in their memory. They have the most talented roster. They have the most experienced coach right now. They have the best quarterback, potentially you could say the best wide receiver as well. They have two weeks off. They are ready to roll and defend their title as the number one team with one loss. Granted, they've played kind of weak recently, but as a Super Bowl team, they will get their act together and go back to back. Could have been back to back, two back,
1: but. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Give me a juicy one. Steelers.
0: You you're getting
1: this AFC East teams left and right, man. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. Don't sleep on Big Ben Roethlisberger. That defense is uh that defense is nasty. That's a tough defense. They'll get in your head, they talk to you. JJ Watts, one of the, or TJ Watts, one of the biggest talkers in the NFL. They cause a lot of disruption disruption at the line of scrimmage. They could really rattle. These are all apart from Phillip Rivers, these are all young quarterbacks in the AFC. They could cause a lot of racket. They could get in Mahomes' head. They could definitely get in Josh Allen's head. They got in Lamar's head early this year. I, I think I, think, I def- think that defense might carry him. Their defense, not might, could carry him through. You had to defend them to lose the first game
0: and win the Super Bowl. That is impressive, my friend.
1: Yes, I, I, and and now that I've I've made my claim, I think that, that <laughs> that's the the second team that I can't see. Making it far in the there's only two teams in the AFC I can't see making a run in the playoffs. That's one of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Bears. <laughs>
1: Good luck, my friend.
0: Alright. So the Bears. Why they will win the Super Bowl. Well, they got nothing to lose this playoffs. They were literally given a playoff spot. So that being said, why not just go balls to the wall and just do kind of risky plays? Whatever you want. You have one of the worst teams statistically in the playoffs. But oh. you yeah, <laughs> wanna like your your offense is trash, your defense is decent, your passing and rushing is awful. <laughs> but that being said, you're in the playoffs. So you can rally together and make a massive run. And all it takes is, you know, one victory, and all of a sudden, you're just rolling. And they play the Saints tough this
1: year, lost by three.
0: My, Mitch Trubisky, he's
1: tired of getting shit on all the time. I was, I was going to say, man, you got you a know. quarterback who's been dealing with shit. He's been getting yeah, talked about and his whole career. He's got an opportunity here that he might not ever get again.
0: Yeah, and they all know that if Mitch Trubisky starts thinking, because I'm really t- taken out, and Nick Foles – a Super Bowl MVP, is right in there to take you to the, to the promised land. Big Nick. Yeah. That could be one of the toughest things to do because I have no statistics going for me.
1: <laughs> <In laughs> anyway. <laughs> them or Washington would have been the toughest ones. <laughs> yeah. Hey.
0: You and the Steelers, they love you. Colts,
1: why would they win the Super Bowl? Uh, They have a grizzled veteran at the quarterback position. He has been there. He has done that. This This could be his last year, and one of his greatest knocks for the Hall of Fame is that he's never figured out a way to win a Super Bowl, and he is looking to shut all of that down and go out on top of the league. They got the Bills early. They beat them. The only team statistically better than the Bills are the Kansas City Chiefs, and they can roll. Their defense is good enough, uh, pretty similar to a lot of the defenses in the AFC. Good enough to, good enough to win you games. Not great. Um, Philip Rivers is looking to prove a point. Shut some of the haters up. Go Colts. <laughs> All
0: right, got the Bears again. Let's see what else. We just did the Colts. Let me pick somebody else. Who's that? The Browns? Damn, dude. This thing doesn't like. (laughs) Ravens. Okay.
1: Gas me up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Baltimore Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl because they get basically the new rival this Sunday. And by beating them, we'll make them, you know, just – Fly high, because they're ravens. You know that's what they do. They, um, they are terrible in passing. Maybe the worst team in base in football in passing. But their rushing is the best. And all it takes is you know get that ball first, start running, get that lead. Let your defense, which is one of the top ten team best defenses in the league, just let them go. John Harbaugh, he's one or Jim Harbaugh, John. he's one.
1: Don't you dare. Don't you dare.
0: (laughs) Um, He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to the AFC Championship game three times, I believe. He knows what it takes to win. Lamar Jackson is tired of losing and being talked about as a guy that is only good enough to win in the regular season and then is trash in the playoffs. So he's going to just take games over and just run all over people. And once they start watching the run, Marquise Brown. And maybe Des Bryant, but one of them will eventually start breaking out this year.
1: Mark Andrews, don't sleep on him. Yeah.
0: Hopefully someone, you know, gets open and he's just going to light them up. And when when you can beat a team that has basically taken you down every time you've played them recently, it's such a huge weight off your shoulders that the next game is kind of a cakewalk if you don't turn the ball over. And the Ravens can hang with anybody. The only team they're going to struggle with is if they play the chiefs, but they've seen them every time they know played what him to close. expect.
1: Played them close two out of yep. three times, played them within yep. one score.
0: Yeah. They know what to expect from them. And with a seasoned coach, you could end up pulling off the ultimate victory and the winning Bowl.
1: Ooh, a Harbaugh Andy Reid championship is exciting. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, I'd like to add on to that a little bit, just because I'm a diehard Ravens fan, and I want to get one more final, one more final thought in there about them before we move on. Um, I think Lamar Jackson comes into this week pissed off. I think he comes in mad. Um, he 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 called an unbelievable amount of shit last year after that playoff game for things that were just not even remotely close to his fault. Um, Lamar Jackson accounted for over, I believe he accounted for over 500 yards of offense. In, in that playoff game against the Titans uh, that, that's, a, that's a lot of yards of offense If that was Mahomes Or if that was Josh Allen You would never hear the end of it But it's Lamar Jackson and ESPN doesn't like him Because he doesn't throw for 300 yards He wins games on the ground uh, Lamar comes in mad He's got a team that I don't think is going to let him down um, that, that hard again I mean the Ravens wide receivers have had their inconsistency issues before But uh, 11 drops is kind of unheard of Derrick Henry had an unbelievable game and Tannehill burned him a couple times early and uh, they really shot themselves in the foot in that, in that Titans game with the early, with the early interception. And then the too the long, too long touchdown throws. I, I think the Ravens have come into that game mad. And I think the only better quarterback in the NFL right now than pissed off Lamar Jackson is pissed off Aaron Rodgers.
0: <laughs> All right. So we have two more things to do real quickly. Um, Super Bowl teams. What what two teams are you gonna predict make it to the Super Bowl? And if you want, you can call a champion.
1: Um I think I, I think your Super Bowl more than likely will be Bills, Packers. Um I, I think the Packers get it done. My hot take for the playoffs is that I mean it's not even really a hot take that, that the Bills beat the Chiefs, but I, I think that they do it in convincing fashion. Um I think Josh Allen has just looked flat out a lot better than Patrick Mahomes, especially going down the stretch. Like, you're taking a guy that for the first half of the year wasn't even anywhere near the MVP conversation, and he's worked his ass off, and he has balled every week, week in and week out. And now he's worked his way into that conversation. Um, I think the Bills get that done by two, maybe three scores when they play the Chiefs. I think they catch them off. Do you
0: have a dark horse Super Bowl?
1: Cleveland! (laughs) <laughs> Cleveland um, This this is tough for me to admit and, and come to terms with Because they're such a They're a staunch division rival But I love watching this Cleveland Browns team I love Baker Mayfield coming out of college And I was super bummed when he went to the Browns Um I think Cleveland can take a game off anybody. I I think they're in kind of a Baltimore situation where if you don't come in and you don't respect them and you let them jump out to a lead early, they're a fucking nightmare for most of these teams. Stylistically, Cleveland is super balanced, which they don't get credit for. Baker doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves. He makes some, some whack decisions, don't get me wrong, but he throws for yards. They have a hell of a rushing attack. They have a a decent bit of talent at the wide receiver core, even with Odell Beckham being out. I I think their biggest challenge of the playoffs is going to be missing their head coach against, against the Steelers. But that might also be a blessing because they've already played the Steelers twice. They've already lost to the Steelers twice. Um, No, no, no. Yeah. Well, they, well, They beat Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that played in week seventeen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they beat him like right at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um you're right, my prediction, which last year I did the Saints, and I'm starting to realize I'm not gonna pick the Saints anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Heartbreak
0: is coming. I mean, granted, they aren't playing Minnesota, so that is Our like cousins a cousins isn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a huge deal for them, right? But I just, I just can't put faith in them anymore. Like, I've, I've seen them lose in the playoffs, and they just find ways to lose. You know, like, we can make all these mis- – like, yeah, this shouldn't happen. Well, at the end, the game was close because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Um, so, with that being said, I am saying the Chiefs coming out of AFC, which I know it's, it's not going crazy. I think the Chiefs and – I just think this year is going to be the Chiefs and Packers because I think going to Green Bay is going to be a tall task for anybody coming out of the AFC or the NFC. And the two teams I could see going there would be Seattle and New Orleans. And I don't see New Orleans winning this year against what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's just lighting it up. And you don't know what Seattle team you're going to get. So, I can't put faith in them as my overall prediction. And I think the Chiefs repeat as champions. Um, my dark horse would be, um, I was thinking Bucks for a while. I'm just like, yeah, I, I just don't think they're there yet. They can't beat any of the big teams except for Green Bay, and that was that one time. <laughs> Um, so I'm saying my dark horse is still not the Chiefs, so <laughs> it would be it would be Seattle against the Tennessee Titans
1: ooh that's interesting
0: yeah because the Titans they're one of those teams that they can just break you down slowly
1: they can and, beat you mentally
0: yeah and they can they did it last year twice they were right they were right there to get to the Super Bowl you know what I mean yeah, so they know exactly what it takes. Cool. Um, the reason why I'm taking Seattle is because they've also been there. Carroll knows what he's doing in the playoffs.
1: And when he, he loses a lose playoff game, line.
0: yeah, when he loses a playoff game, it's right at the end, like at the one-yard line or missing a field goal or extra point or whatever. It <laughs> a couple years ago, like he always is in the playoffs, and he's only been there twice. Russell Wilson was MVP talk. A couple of weeks ago, you know, like, who's to say he doesn't turn it on again?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's got the talent. Yeah. Tyler Lockett, they've shown. They – we – I think it was week two. It was I, – I late drafted a fantasy team this year, and I thought I was going to run through everybody – I I got a little too excited too early because I had Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson both starting. And that was when Tyler Lockett went for five touchdowns and uh, Russell Wilson threw for, I think, six and 400 yards. I mean, (laughs) the the connection's there is what I'm trying to say. It can be done. They can get it back.
0: Yeah. And they got DK Metcalf. They got a good squad. DK. Um, The the defense has looked better. So, I mean – you never know. That's that'd be my dark horse one. Um, the last thing we're gonna do is a bonus. I didn't tell you this. College football playoff championship game prediction. You got Alabama against Ohio State, who is only seven and zero. What is your take on this on this uh, championship game on Monday?
1: Uh, I, I think Alabama finds a way to get it done. I, I think after the way they got embarrassed last time they were there by Clemson, I, I don't Nick Saban's too good to let something like that happen again. I think pound for pound, Alabama's the better team at maybe every position other than quarterback. Um, Mac Jones has looked stellar this year, but Justin Fields is just an unreal athlete at the college level. He's he's going to be able to do whatever he wants against most of those teams. Uh, I think it's going to be a super fun game. I think it's going to be fairly high scoring. I think Alabama gets it done by ten points.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm also taking Alabama. They got the Heisman winner. They're, they. Who that boy is quick. Yeah, he can uh, run. He, yeah, they can put up points. They've had a tougher schedule. They've got to play more. Nick Saban is in his. 20th championship game <laughs> like, <laughs> like like It's ridiculous how many times are there It's like you said he got embarrassed against Clemson Last time bad Bad uh, <laughs> And they're coming from the SEC Who Besides Clemson has basically won It since 2014 And yeah. that was Ohio State With a different coach Who came from the SEC Urban Meyer <laughs> you know? yeah. They're coming so, in
1: Yeah
0: um, I, like, I like the Ohio State team. I haven't seen enough of them to think of a way why they would be better than Alabama, who's literally putting up an average of like 49.5 points a game, I think. Like that is a lot. You're looking at, all right, so if I spot you seven touchdowns, will I be able to score seven <laughs> touchdowns in a field goal and beat you? Like that is a lot of <laughs> – that's, that's a tall task for anybody to expect. And then you can be like, all right, we're a good team, we'll probably hold them down. But again, you got to stop Heisman, (laughs) two Heisman candidates. You know, like that's that's a tall task to ask. And Nick Saban, who's been there and done that a million times. Yeah, I say Alabama wins. I would love if they kicked the crap out of Ohio State just for what they did to Trevor Lawrence in that game. I wanted to see the actual game, so I'm a little mad. (laughs) (laughs) I want to actually watch a good college football game and that was not it
1: <laughs> what a disappointing set of semifinals i, I mean alabama was it was quite, quite clearly on cruise control early um yeah.
0: and we knew uh, that was going to be the case
1: it, it, it was apparent after after each team's first drive uh, to me i mean anything can happen but it, it was it was clear early who the vastly superior team was and alabama knew it and they took their foot off the gas i think they're coming in highly fresh well,
0: yeah. Ohio State uh,
1: ran it up on Clemson a bit more. Than yeah. Notre Dame.
0: I think they'll be up probably in the first half by a score. Second half, they'll probably get up by like two. And then, you know, then Ohio State has to get really risky. So they may win by like, you know, 13, 14 points by the oh. end. Um, yeah. Did you watch last thing? Did you watch any. Uh, Any other college football games leading up to this championship game, like the bowl games?
1: Uh, Not a whole lot. I really – this has probably been – and I'm kind of upset about it now looking back that it's almost done. This has probably been the least I've ever watched college football just because it it, it was hard to get excited about – especially early. It was hard to get excited about this season because early on when the Big Ten was still really up in the air with what they were going to do, it was really clear cut week one that it was going to be Clemson Alabama again in the in the uh, in the national championship, which I, I think is it's a cool rivalry. I, I think it's a bit bad for the uh, for for the sport when, when you have these two teams just keep clashing.
0: Yeah, I don't know how many people watch those compared to the other games. Like it's a it's a really cool rivalry. Um, but I don't like – also don't like what the Big Ten did this year. They, they said we weren't playing. Then they came back. Then they changed the rules so they could get a team in the playoffs, yeah. which I think was just wrong. Like, yeah. it, you clearly did it just so you're like, hey, we may get a whole bunch of money in this time. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like that. That's not why I'm not picking Ohio State. It's because I think Ohio State – or um, Alabama is better. But um, I do think Ohio State is, like, the fourth best team or third or whatever they were ranked because I got to watch Texas a and play North Carolina, and North Carolina was missing 40 touchdowns and, like, 5,000 yards of offense because of all these opt-out players. Sure. And Carolina – and they're missing their top linebacker who was a captain because um, he opted out. And Carolina – could have still won that game. They probably should have. If they had those players playing, yeah. they would have won by like at least 10. So, I think they took the top four right. Um, but the only games I watched besides Carolina was a few Clemson games and I think an Alabama game. I didn't really watch a lot this year.
1: Florida was exciting for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I really missed. I really I am mad that it. I did not watch that Florida LSU game in yeah. the last couple minutes, yeah. where the guy throws the shoe,
1: <laughs> that was awesome. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, but, uh, see, I, I, t- I unfortunately think next year is going to be even worse off for college football, like also, from 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 people that aren't into it, because you're losing like you're losing Mac Jones. Um, nobody really knows what Justin Fields' situation is. Uh, personally, if I were him, I would just declare you had a good enough year to be a top three quarterback drafted. Um, next year's uncertain. We don't know that we're going to be any better off than we were this year. Um, so, so, you see, uh, next year's an uncertainty at this point. Nothing's guaranteed. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is gone. Mac Jones is gone. Um, LSU's not a factor. Florida probably won't be. Georgia's not anymore. It's going to be a weird year. It's going to be um, a weird year.
0: So maybe that might mean the Big 12 finally jumps up and maybe does something.
1: Yeah. Um, um, I, I think what I'm most thankful for is that Oklahoma did not make the playoffs, that they didn't find a way to uh, weasel Oklahoma in. Um, I, I, I was super angry the last two years when Oklahoma got in and got just absolutely dismantled especially the year when Alabama seemed to be clearly the number one team in college football, and they were not competing with anybody. Granted, they didn't play many people, but they did play a couple top ten teams, and they rolled every top ten team except for Georgia. Georgia played them in the most exciting college football game I've ever seen in my life, and then got snubbed for Oklahoma, who proceeded to then lose by like 20-some points. And The the following year, Joe Burrow hangs – Seventy some points on them, in the like. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm glad I'm glad they've learned their Oklahoma lesson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting to see. Uh, besides that one Washington team that came out of nowhere, if a Pac-12 team is going to be competitive at all, anytime soon, like the best team is Oregon, and they're always a week team when you compare him to any other
1: conference they've been disappointing ever since uh Marcus Mariota left um I, I I thought Justin Herbert in college was going to be more of a threat to the to the top 10 teams than he ended up being yeah. so that was a bit disappointing I think Oregon will be back at some point in the future
0: hmm. well um thank you for listening to the podcast thank you Ryan um Ryan's pretty knowledgeable about football. Uh, I'm probably going to take some bets based on what he just told me um, to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thanks. Enjoy the NFL playoffs. And I'll talk to you guys again. You can listen to the podcast on any platform. I think we're on like 19 of them besides like, you know, you go on the Google app and we're all there. Um, you can also check us out on the podcast on everything.com. So uh, thank you, Ryan